Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobidator the Motivator, and this is episode 125, Acknowledging Jesus. In the whirlwind that is our daily lives, there are so many decisions that we have every single day. 35,000 decisions you make pretty much daily. If you're awake, you know, all 24 hours a day, 1,500 so decisions an hour you have to make. It's a lot of decisions, right? But the most important decision that you can make is to acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And we're going to get into that throughout the rest of this episode. It's Advent. It's Christmas. It's time to celebrate the coming of the King. And we're going to do just that here on the Three Pillars Podcast this week uh, before we kick you guys out for a phenomenal Christmas weekend. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're an old head returning, thank you for your support. Thank you for everything you've done for the podcast. All the shares, all the likes, all the comments, please continue to do so. Um, Visit the website, Three Pillars Podcast at WordPress.com. And also check us out on Good Pods, uh, that podcast discovery platform that helps little guys like me get discovered. So go ahead and share the show right now. If you're watching this or listening to this, send it to a friend anywhere you've got going on. Um, and again, leave us a rating review no matter where you're at. We're going to kick off with a quick word of prayer as always. And we're going to talk about why you should acknowledge Jesus, especially this time of year, but every single day at the end of the day, right? So without further ado, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just love you and we thank you. Praise your name on high. Holy Father, thank you for sending your Son in the most humble way to remind us that you can exist and be the ruler of the universe even as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Or you can be a mighty warrior who controls and reigns supreme from the heavens at all times. Lord, you are everywhere. You are in all of our thoughts, all of our consciousness, everywhere and always there with us to guide us and direct us all the days of our lives. And Lord, we thank you for it. We are, are nothing without you. We are just motes of dust in, in the wind. But you make us more than that. You call us. You want us to be your children. You want, uh, you want to be our God and us to be your people. And Lord, we willingly accept that. We choose you today. Lord, I ask you to be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give anybody tuning into this the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that grows them closer to you, Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <clears throat> All right. So from opening your eyes at the very beginning of the day till you tuning into this podcast right now, your whole day is filled with decisions. Now, that can be overwhelming, especially in today's day and age. When you start going through your social media, you start turning the news on, you're going to see all kinds of different things pop up. And you've got to decide whether to look at it or not. You can mindlessly scroll through it. And your, your brain only has so many decisions that it can make in a single day. And if you burn it out way too early, you're going to be just mindless the rest of the day. So I encourage you to make your decisions wisely. Choose wisely. But most importantly, decide. Make the decision to know Jesus. If you want to... Streamline your decision-making process. Have a routine. I was just talking to somebody about it the other day about routine. Why do we do these routines? Why do we do the same thing you know, every day as far as get up, read the Bible, brush your teeth, get drink some water, go to the gym? Why do you have this set? Because you, you, the decision's already been made. You've already got a plan and you're executing that plan. You don't have to wake up in the morning and figure out what you're going to do for the day because that, again, depletes your... If, you, if, you, if you've got a, a cup and every sip is a decision that you make, and you drink 
half your cup first thing in the morning, you don't have enough for the rest of the day. But if you already know what you're going to be doing, you have more decision-making ability throughout the whole day. Does that make sense? I'm a little metaphor of a cup and decisions. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. John 1, or 1 John 4, verse 15, is kind of the theme of this whole uh, acknowledgement of Christ we're going to talk about. And it says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So this decision that you make to acknowledge Jesus, it's not just some mundane decision to go with all your other mundane decisions that you do all day, every day. It is literally a decision that can alter your entire existence through the rest of your life and into eternity. Every day, again, unfolds with the choices and decisions you have to make. But amidst all of this chaos, if you will, in the world, your order and and guiding source of light comes from this decision to follow Jesus. It's not just about reorienting your daily life. It's literally steering you and your family and your community and your nation, hopefully, if you're doing it right, into your destiny, which is to be with Christ forever. That one choice to accept him as your Lord and Savior. But it's not just about securing this, this spot in eternity, this spot in heaven. It's literally about inviting the presence of God into your mundane life. The Holy Spirit becomes your guide. It, he's your, it says, Jesus says, I will send a comforter. He's your helper. And it empowers you to align yourself with God all the days of your life. And it's also going to help you live with purpose. So these mundane decisions that you have every day, you're filling your, your, your mind full of scrolling, you're filling your, your, your head full of all the crazy stuff that's going on in the news. It, again, you need to stay informed. I get it. But put Jesus first. Make him the first decision you make every day. And he'll give you peace. And he will guide you on what you need to focus on and what you don't need to focus on. Do you need to focus on things that are thousands and thousands of miles away? You need to probably be aware of them, but there's not a lot you can do about it. Write your congressman if it's something that's really, really heinous, right? Um, may or may not have done that a few times this past year. But he will guide you and direct you and give you peace and give you strength and help you to overcome all the craziness that's, that's in the world. If you just acknowledge him and decide to follow him and let him be your source of daily inspiration, you'll find him everywhere. In, in things that you read, in the gym, at work, he's going to help you because that is what he has promised us. And he doesn't lie. So this kind of divine union now that we have, the Holy Spirit now residing in us because we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It ensures you that he's going to constantly be there for you. No matter where your path, no matter how you twist and turn, no matter how uh, far off the beaten path you might be, God's purpose is to give you kind of, uh, we talked about uh, guardrails before. And people will say, oh, well, you know, religion, it's just a control method to keep to keep you uh, uh, sedated. It's the religion is the opiate of the masses, all these different quotes that you have. Well, it is. It is a control method. 
However, it's not how people think. It's not because, well, let me explain. We as human beings without morality, without a moral compass, without this divine comfort in our lives are susceptible to the world. And men, unfortunately, throughout time, throughout history, have taken religion upon themselves to exert control over other people. But religion, again, that's organized religion. But Jesus and the Holy Spirit and, the, and, and his teachings and his way, it's not meant to control you as in he's got you under his thumb, you're a slave to him. He's trying to help control and modify your behavior so you don't lead a path of self-destruction. So you lead a path of, of being a servant leader, a kingly priest, to, to serve people and help them be the best that they can be and to further the kingdom, not to squash you under his thumb like a tyrant. Men do that. And men have done that. Men have hijacked religions all across the globe to exert control over people for their own personal gain. Jesus is not saying that's what he wants for you. He wants to help control your behavior so you don't destroy yourself. Because ultimately those guys that, that took control of religions end up destroying a lot of people in themselves in the name of religion. Okay? So it is a control mechanism, but it's a, it's a control mechanism for your own behavior. So again, you don't walk some some path that will lead you to your, your own self-harm or harm of other people. It's supposed to help you not go murder people, not, you know, drink, <laughs> drink the blood of animals, uh, get, you know, catch diseases and, and, and sacrifice children, all these things that are heinous that some people do in the world because they think that you sacrifice a child or, and, and you, the, the rain will come, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's to help separate you out from the world. Walking this path separates you from the world. And that's how you can bring more people into the fold by your example. Okay? So that's my shtick on religion being a control mechanism. It is. But it's not how you think. It's not, it's not in a negative way. It's to help guide you on the right path. All right? There's my two cents on that. Um, having this, this relationship with Jesus, acknowledging him, it's, it's like you have a direct line to the creator of the universe. Even, especially in those times of solace when you may have had a chaotic day, you've had a turbulent day, you've had a turbulent week, a month, a year, whatever, but you can find time to have solace and talk to the Creator and then listen to what He sends back to you. You've got a direct connection. You don't need anybody else to do it for you. Okay? As we're finishing this season of Advent, this preparation for the coming, Advent is the coming, we are preparing for the coming of the King, preparing for Jesus' birth, a very humble reminder that wonderful things come in small packages, right? Um, let's not just go through the motions. Don't pay the creator of the universe lip service, okay? Let your example transform your life, transform the lives of other people. Let him radiate through your life to show his love to show his grace, to show that he is the hope of the future. And your life is a testament to that. It is a living example to his work in the world. And he wants us to extend his virtues into the world, to help people practice self-control and not want to exert 
you know, themselves on other people. I'm not going out with a sword and, and, and threatening people to be a Christian. There's another religion that does that. And if, if somebody says otherwise, then we're, we can talk offline later. When you choose Jesus, it's not just a, a, a verbal affirmation. It's not just, God, I want you to be in my life. I want you to uh, transform me. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Change me. Use me in your way. It's Words are just, are, are, that's good. That's the, that's the start of your, you're inviting, uh, inviting him in, right? But the next step, it's a lifestyle. It is completely changing your life and orienting it toward the Most High God, the Creator, the, the, the Trinity, the three in one, one in three, all at the same time. A lot of people have a hard time uh, um, understanding and accepting that. But it's, if, if you say that God can't do it, then you're putting a limit on the Creator of the universe. He absolutely can. He can be a little baby in a manger, incarnate himself, fully human, but yet fully divine, grow up, deliver a ministry, die on a cross, go down to hell, take the keys back, punch the devil in the face, say, gotcha, come back resurrected fully and ascend into heaven while existing at the same time governing the, um, the universe. He could do that because he's God. Oh, well, he's just a man who can't do that. No, he was God. Drop it, period, full stop. Jesus wants us to, to be fervent for him. We talked about being a fervent, faithful service, uh, servant last week. That's how we live that lifestyle. That's how we truly acknowledge him. Don't just say it. Don't be, like I said last week, a Chino. Don't be a Christian in name only. Live the life. When you shift this lifestyle, it's going to let you embody his compassion and that love. And it's not just going to be about you anymore, but it's going to be about people around you. How can you affect them in a positive way? That's the ultimate goal is to live for other people, live in service to others. Because if you're living in service to others and you're teaching them the way they're going to be helping you, it's a, it's a back and forth. You're going to have people who, when you're, when you're down, they'll pick up your slack. When they're down, you'll pick up their slack. When they're up, they'll reach down and bring you back up too if they've, if they've gotten to that next level. And we're constantly bringing each other up, lifting each other up, and going forward in the right direction, advancing the kingdom of, of the Lord. That's the goal. That's what we're trying to get to. So to conclude, amidst all these decisions that just inundate your life, selecting Jesus is the most pivotal, the most important choice that you will ever make. It is literally what shapes your destiny. Jesus is your compass eternally, and he's going to guide you into the kingdom of, of the Most High. And that, and you are going to, and he's going to equip you, and he's going to give you all the tools necessary to go forth and advance that kingdom. Good to go? Guys, Merry Christmas. I know there's a lot of people out there, maybe may even Christian listening to this. Uh, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, if you're celebrating something else, Happy Holidays. Um, but if you're not a Christian but you're celebrating Christmas, I can still say Merry Christmas. So <laughs> this is not PC at all. But um, guys, thank you for tuning in. That's all I got for you this week. 
Uh, I hope you all have a, a truly a truly wonderful, a truly blessed Christmas. Um, enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the food. Um, you know, let your hair down a little bit. Don't destroy your entire workout plan. If I'm going to throw a little bit of the three pillars, the, the, the physical and the mental, we've talked about mental and spiritual, but the physical portion of it, you know, you physically live your life for the Lord, right? But if your physical fitness, if you're going to let it slack a little bit this time, you don't go too far off the deep. And there's still, your gym's still open. It may not be open on Christmas Day, um, but don't just destroy all your hard work for, you know, a couple week, you know, a week. Because we got this week coming up that's going to be that weird place between Christmas and and New Year's, where do are we working? Are we working out? Are we eating all the food or, or, or not? Stay disciplined. Watch your portions. Drink your water. <laughs> Don't overdo it. That way, when you're ready to hit January 1 next week, uh, geez, what's the date next week? The 28th? The 29th is next Friday. I'm going to do a, I think next week, I'm going to do a kind of a goal-setting um, shtick before we get into the new year. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, that's what I'll do. I just gave myself a good idea. Um, thank you again very much for tuning in, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and review it wherever you're listening to this at. If it's on YouTube or Rumble or Odyssey, uh, please uh, subscribe, comment, let me know how you're doing, let me know how you like the episode. If you're listening to this on Apple Anchor, well, Spotify for podcasts, Spotify now, um, Amazon, iHeart, Good Pods, wherever you're listening, please leave a rating and review. Let me know how you're doing. Right now, Share this link with a friend or two. If everybody shares it with one person, now I have doubled my audience. So <laughs> please do that, uh, especially on Spotify, Good Pods. We're doing pretty well on Good Pods right now. I think we're number two or number three on the charts. Uh, we were number one this past week, so thank you guys for that. Um, I think it's because Joe Ruscielo was taking a, uh, a day off. So, But he's back at it. Make sure you check out Joe over on Good Pods. Uh, he's awesome at uh, the Sword of the Spirit podcast. I'm going to stop rambling now because I know you guys are ready to go have a fantastic weekend. So let's end with a quick word of prayer as always and carry on from there. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just love you. We thank you. We praise your name on high. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for directing us. Thank you for putting people and resources in our lives to edify us. Lord, thank you for revealing yourself to us in a way that we understand and that we can be the best we possibly can be for you, Lord and for your kingdom, and we can go forth and help other people and serve them and help them see you in us. Because sometimes we might, we're the only Bible that people see. Help us embody that, embody you. Work through us and help us be the, the best warriors we can for you. Lord, I ask you to bless anybody tuning to this. Give them a very Merry Christmas. Help them just understand you during this special weekend as we welcome the coming of the King. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. I hope you, again, have a very Merry Christmas. Until next week, Tobinator, out.